Mad Ref you just heard he did a live performance uh, on the street of Amsterdam this was back in 2017 uh, and he's going to be performing at Stukafest Amsterdam which is the 19th of February tomorrow yeah so everyone listening to this is Uber Radio live sessions um, and here in the studio we have John from Stukafest uh, Amsterdam who's yeah here to tell us what we just heard and where we can hear more of it mm -hmm. well so yeah, basically, uh, Stukafest Amsterdam is Student Room Festival Amsterdam, which, uh, in Dutch, Studentenkamerfestival, shortened to Stukafest. And that's uh, like a nationwide organization, but we are specifically of Amsterdam. There's like 17 cities who do this, but we are from Amsterdam. We are based from a student board who organized this festival, and the whole concept is basically you have... We have 20 different acts programmed throughout 20 different student rooms all throughout Amsterdam. Uh, and and when you say student yeah. rooms, like, what do you mean by that? Like, is it like in like, yeah, like student accommodations, like duo, like the bedrooms? Like, talk to me, what is this? Yeah, both. Uh, it depends. We have like really small studios where we'll cram 20 people into and it, it's just like there's a really cozy, intimate concert. But we also have... Uh, multiple bigger bands with like five or six members and uh, is it like a full list anywhere like the sounds the sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a full you, list you, of all these you can find it on uh, on our social media uh also stukafest.nl and then specifically amsterdam because yeah <laughs> different cities uh for example this year we have max Mazer, which is a pretty big name and they will be playing in this big in this big um how do you call that like the local room for different students living in the same building so it's like this this, this central yeah. living room area, and we'll, we'll just fit 50 people yeah. into that. <laughs> just make it work. So that it'll be like this small, it'll be like a house yeah. party, but you'll have this amazing band <laughs> playing live. Like in the like in American films, when they always have those like yeah, house yeah, parties, exactly. they always get like actual bands playing. Like, what is mm -hmm. that? <laughs> Making it true. Um, so yeah, what is what is this festival about though? Like, what what why is it important? Um, we think it's important to uh, engage the student public into uh, an accessible festival, have them be able to to see local uh, acts and culture and performances, but keep it accessible, keep it cheap, uh, and keep it very diverse. Yeah. Like we program theater, poetry, music, dance, a lot of stuff. Um, and... Also, we try to have a lot of uh, interdisciplinary things, like things that combine. For example, we have this anarchist punk show called Magic Tom and Yuri. They play small, <laughs> short punk songs of one minute, and then they do magic tricks in between. <laughs> that actually does sound completely sick. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> but um, you find in like at the minute um, Amsterdam, because Amsterdam's always known to be super accessible to people. Mm -hmm. But you find that inaccessibility within the arts and culture is starting to become a problem as it becomes more hyped, as it were. Well, no, maybe not so much inaccessibility, but I guess uh, diversity is changing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't only mean um, in like a social way, also in like that a lot of things that are visible are starting to be samey, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
And if you're looking for something different, it's hard to find something or get access to it if you're not really known to it yet. Yeah. So we try to show, apart from programming better known names sometimes, we also program smaller acts. Yeah. And a lot of the time we combine um, really things that are accessible to any, anyone with a bit more experimental stuff. So people who maybe don't have any experience with jazz or anything could get a feel for something they have not experienced yet for an affordable price. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that's what Amsterdam is supposed to be about, like new experiences mm -hmm. and this crazy like land where anything, yeah, weird things start to happen. But it's, it would be a shame if it started to become just so, yeah, monopolized in one genre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you have you have another song for us to play, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I just to clarify, all the music you're playing on the set is from artists that are going to be yes. at Stokefest. Yes, I, I, I picked a couple of songs. They're all from uh, live sets, or, so you can get a feel for the live performance of yeah. different artists playing at Stokefest. This specific one, this is uh, Freddie and the Skibby Sisters. They won't be playing in the rooms. They will be playing at uh, a performance beforehand where you can have dinner for like a, a special deal. We have a vegetarian dinner for like seven euros. You get a whole meal and a beer. Oh, like um, I saw on your, your website, was it Taste Before You Waste? Uh, that that, that's a different one. This one is ah. at Café Fest, which is ah, a student okay, okay. cafe uh, yeah. at uh, <laughs> Um Yeah, you can get a cheap deal and there will be a live performance. Yeah, and amazing. Even, Just even like a nice night in, out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It sounds completely sick. Okay, let's hear the song. Mm -hmm. I want to hear it. <laughs> Who were we just listening to? The, this was Freddie and the Scabby Sisters. Uh, yeah. They were playing at the Landermet Sessions in Wombat Hostels. But and they're, are they Dutch? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're from Amsterdam. They're local. Yeah. Um, they, 
they play at Cafe Fest. Yeah. And they play this really yeah, enjoying cool, like, bluegrass. Upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you though? Like why, I've asked earlier why you think this is important, but like why is this so, how did you get involved in this? How did, yeah, mm. as a student I presume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm studying cultural social development, um, which is basically combining social work with cultural um, cultural work contr- yeah. or cultural entrepreneurship. Yeah, it's <laughs> like culture is entirely exclusively mm-hmm. social. So. Yes, exactly. But uh, also getting the um, social involvement. And it's not just entertainment industry. It's yeah. what I'm, I, I'm trying to get like the... Um, see the social importance yeah. and help the social importance yeah of like cultural, get people out so. of netflix on the sofa exactly or bars. try to get people together yeah. or uh, there's also people that do youth work involving culture yeah. stuff and it makes such a difference i think that music or, or anything mm-hmm. cultural actually um you have that interaction effect between people yes. that you just completely miss out when you when you well i mean you can sit home and watch a film or you have access to the arts from the comfort of your own home but people are getting so lazy to actually mm. go out and experience I mean, it. I mean, it's getting yeah. quite hard for artists to come up. And so it, it's good that... It's... Uh, I think there's not a single person in this world that does not enjoy some form of culture, some form of yeah. cultural entertainment. So it is a great tool and a great way to get people together. Uh, I personally was really interested in organizing events, like in general. I started that at a really young age, when I was 16. With and the I, many tasks, like <laughs> putting yeah, a project yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, 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 just like, uh, I used to be in this youth organization called, called The Pit, which was like, which helped young people um, organize their own events. And when I did one of those events and it all went well and everybody was having a great time and I was like sitting and studying <laughs> on the dance floor. So satisfying. This was, this was a really weird thing. We had like French fries, which we were handing out and I was standing there with a big tray of French fries and everybody was really happy just standing oh, around like me dream. and dancing on the band. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is what, what I want to do for the rest of my life. Basically. Like that's your calling. Like, yeah, yeah frites and mayo. Like this is mm-hmm. this is what sealed the deal. While, 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 while listening to boot and ba- band you booked and seeing all those people yeah, was, having a night of their lives. It's but that satisfaction really and that, feeling. Yeah, that, yeah, that satisfaction mm-hmm. that you've been able to get, like, it's sick to have young people reach out to other young people. Yeah. Um, and so that we can keep this process going of other people, like, putting together a project and that, I mean, keep coming back to that word satisfaction, but it's just pure joy of, yeah, accomplishing something like that, yeah. you know, for such a purpose as the entire culture that you're around. Exactly. Yeah, later I um, I got more into specific music and I started getting more involved with like local underground stuff like at Oki and the Vondelbunker organizing yeah, concert, yes, and the Ruimte, which is more a bit more experimental. But through um, through some friends, I got into contact with Stukafest and I really liked the concept of Stukafest because it's it's it was really cheap, which I think is a very important factor, especially yeah. for young people and students in Amsterdam. Uh, it still tries to pay out the artist a fair yeah. amount for how small of an organization it is, which yeah. I think is also very important and which yeah. I often was not able to do when I organized something at, for example, yeah. Von der Bunker. And um, um, yeah, I thought the diverse programming was amazing and had a lot of potential to reach a bigger audience as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what's... Yeah, like, looking up about this now, Stukafest, like, I haven't even heard of it, but now that you're pointing it out, it's exactly the kind of 
yeah, event mm-hmm. that you want to experience in Amsterdam with a kind of, yeah, it's very stereotypical of what you imagine Amsterdam to be like, like all these like tiny little rooms and like these small like cubby holes and there's exciting things happening inside. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like this weird like doll's house across the city where these tiny rooms are just having so much fun inside. It has such an exciting element. It's like a weird labyrinth feel to it. Um, but that must have been hectic to organize, though. Like, like it these, is, it is so many mess. different it is locations, a chaotic like, mess, yes. <laughs> like so many postcodes, like lists and lists. Yeah. Like, we have a yeah. board with six <laughs> members, and uh, one of us is uh, like the room and volunteer coordinator because we're also based on volunteers. Like, yeah. So we have twenty <clears throat> different rooms, and she gets into contact with all the different rooms, and then I and my fellow programmer have to. Um, we have to connect the rooms and uh, <laughs> and the artists, and then she also has to connect the volunteers. Yeah, like the, yeah, coordinating that. But how like these rooms are these people just saying like oh yeah like students are saying okay yeah you can just use our room like do the organizations like Duo and Daki do they know this is the pr- the room's gonna be used for this? Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's also a lot of uh, <laughs> you say pretty are, much, but like do they know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's it's <laughs> uh, we have an official contract and stuff. It's hey. all it's all very uh, by the lines. Okay. Um, it's like, luckily. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, those are two people that you don't want to mm-hmm. get with. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um, yeah, it, it, but it's often really a hassle. So things have to be accessible. Like we have three yes. rounds yeah. um, or half an hour. And then you have half an hour in between to get from place to place. So it's always assumed that you're by bike. Because okay. otherwise, otherwise some things out. are not reachable. Yeah. <laughs> so our room coordinator has to find rooms that are, that are all basically within 15 minutes bike from each other. <sighs> Yeah, like, <laughs> like you had she, a vision of what you wanted uh, to achieve. You had a vision yeah, exactly. of what you wanted to she achieve. She did it. She she managed basically. I think the and furthest is, the first is time seventeen minutes. Of seven, yeah. No, I, like I, I think a Dutch seventeen minutes on a bike, or like an average person seventeen minutes on a bike, because the Dutch mm. like. Yeah, I think a Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so like forty-five. Yeah, basically. No, I think you'll ma- you'll manage within the half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is this the first? Is the first year this is running this festival, or has no, it been no. in previous it's, years? It's uh, it started in Nijmegen, that was twenty years ago. So they, Ooh, we yeah. actually went there two weeks ago, and it was a lot of fun. But they had their twentieth edition, and in Amsterdam, I think this is going to be the seventeenth or eighteenth. I am not sure. I should Are you like know trying that. to like get little <laughs> ideas here and there, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and try also trying to connect with the other. Um, um, the the other cities is important. We actually yeah. only went to well, artists yeah. that we programmed ourselves because oh. <laughs> probably on the day itself we will be too busy to do anything. Okay, well that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I also <laughs> I also well also one of the f- most important things was this year is try to um, open it up more to international students. Yeah, um, I mean I think a third of the artists that are playing are English uh, English speakers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. English speakers or uh, there's also so, like uh, two dance acts that don't involve a lot of. Um, or or any. Uh, <laughs> My Dutch vocals, so bad, so. I can't watch dance. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, but uh, so yeah, at least a third of the programming we try to or manage to uh, make acceptable uh, to non-native Dutch speakers. So it's language no problem. We call it. Yeah. And also uh, at the after party, both X will be. And how do you feel like that? Like that issue of language and accessibility to international students. Do you feel? Because I I feel sometimes there's a tension in the city between the Dutch that really want to embrace this international culture mm-hmm. of Amsterdam and then the Dutch that feel like their culture or what's really Dutch is kind of starting to be diluted by this plethora of international students that are, yeah, coming in and coming in. I, th- I think but do you feel like young, yeah. people, young people are disagreeing with that and that they say, no, we want to increase internationalism? Uh, or is that just I you guys? generally, the feeling I get at least uh, in a lot of bigger... Sh- sorry. 
in a bit of lot of uh, a lot of bigger student cities in the Netherlands, it's uh, a bit more cosmopolitical than maybe yeah. uh, older generations yeah. as well, especially students in comparison to older generation. But that, of course, that depends. But I do think this, these kind of events or this kind of social engagement could be really nice for uh, inclusivity. Yeah. Like um, also when you're just coming to Amsterdam and you have. You don't know where to go. This could be a great way to meet people because you, you're literally being invited to someone's student room. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's so nice about it. it is like we talk about inclusivity. Like it, it really is like these tiny like yeah little cubby holes of excitement. I think mm -hmm. it's perfect for that. But yeah, it's good to see young people not feel like their culture is being diluted by embracing someone else's mm -hmm. and that that kind of openness in Dutch culture that the Dutch are so proud of yeah. is being embraced rather than. Um, yeah, fear of loss, losing yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think fear of losing it only um, only encourages like the disassociation of it. Yeah. Only m makes sure it gets more closed off. Yeah, which isn't Dutch at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> openness, directness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, this this sounds completely sick. Um, we're gonna hear another song now. Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for coming in and talking yeah, no about problem. this. This is exactly. Um, yeah, exactly the kind of event we want to be endorsing, mm -hmm. and I hope that everyone checks it out because. If not, you're completely missing out on something that is yeah, it's, sick. It's going to be amazing. There's a, a <laughs> couple of, uh, even a couple of people who uh, studied or study at the UVA. <laughs> uh, we have different rooms, even one at Eidmannhaus Port. It's going to be great. Yeah, everyone just, do it. there could be one right beside you. And if you just go quickly and check it, you know, mm -hmm. there's no harm in going. Um, and yeah, have fun, everyone. Thank you so yes. much for coming in, Jan. Uh, I, I hope I will see everyone tomorrow, 19th of February. <laughs> also yes. at the after party at the Melkweg. It's going to be amazing. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next song and lastly is going to be Lion's Dan. Uh, they performed this at Het uh, Naakte Geluid, which is like uh, this live session kind of like NPR Tiny yeah. Desk concert. But it's set Ooh. in Amsterdam in Noord at the Ruimte. Okay. And they always have amazing performances. Please check them out and also check out Lion's Dan. <laughs> um, they're going to be performing in a room. Uh, th there are still some tickets, so be quick. <laughs> Thank you. Restors blew in the night. Haven't felt this way in years. My bodies, they still fly.
When you bleached your 